How's it going everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I've got uh, my seasoned co-star with me as Kirk McCarley. How's it going, Kirk? It's going well, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, in this episode, I have uh, Kirk McCarley, my, my seasoned co-host, uh, back again. And uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, heart issues and some of the things that Kirk himself has gone through and just kind of the lessons learned. And I think that's kind of how you got into being more of a spin instructor, uh, what have you. But, uh, you know, we'd like our audience would like to hear about your story, too. They're already sick of my backstory, so I got to come up with some new content. <laughs> Let's pick on somebody else's health Let's issues. pick on somebody else. <laughs> well, I want to start with spinning and kind of getting more advanced in our age, more mature. We'll put it that sure, way. Sure, there we go. So I was a, uh, I was a runner, uh, not a real good one, but I like to run. And back started to tighten up, I guess, uh, when I was in my mid-40s. So I was going to need to look at doing something else. So one of these five people you meet in heaven, a guy named Tom, who I worked with suggested, hey, why don't you consider doing a spin class? And I did and liked it and what a great cardio and overall workout it was. So I was not only hooked with that, but hooked in, into cycling later on. But in that class, there was a guy named Bob. And so I'm 46, 47, I guess at the time, Bob is 75. And he said, Kirk, we ought to go sign up and become spin instructors. So when someone who is 30 years your elder throws the gauntlet down, particularly as it pertains to health and fitness, I can't turn that down. And I certainly couldn't in that case. So Bob and I went to school we both became spin instructors, and that was about 2008 that we did that. And by the way, Bob still has like a class or two a week in St. Louis as he approaches like 92 now. So wow. Bob, Bob is who I want to be when I grow up. So great cardio workout. You're leading people. You're encouraging them on their own health and fitness. And in 2014... I was working out at the same gym that I led classes in and felt a little bit of lightheadedness while I was doing lateral pull downs. And all of a sudden the world went dark. The next thing I knew there were paramedics, EMTs perched above me and a breathing apparatus. And I was being asked name and date of birth and where I was and just kind of to check in with me. And I'm wondering what happened? Why am I laying down on the floor? And just really didn't have a good idea of what was going on. Well, it's gotta be disturbing to other people at the gym, which is lunchtime, to see not only one of their fe fellow uh, gym members, but a fitness instructor at that being carted out of the gym uh, on a stretcher, which I was and taken to the hospital, it was on a Friday. And quite frankly, it kind of pissed me off because yeah. I had an ESPN event to work the next day and I was planning on flying out that evening to go work that Saturday. So the hopes of doing that appeared to be dashed. Being that it was a Friday, I was going to spend the weekend in the hospital under observation because tests could not be run 
until the following Monday, which they were. And at that time, my wife had already moved part-time down to Florida while I was still in St. Louis. And so I called her and said, they're going to do a dye test. And I think it'll be fine. I feel fine. And I'll get back after it, which I did eventually, but a detour first. Uh, Kirk, you've got uh, blockage in three of your arteries and you're going to get a triple bypass tomorrow and we'll fillet you. And if, uh, quote unquote, if anybody needs to be here, this would be a good time to contact them. Well, call my wife. She was hysterical, surprised, get a second opinion. But my mind at that time, Brad, was this is an obstacle. It's a hurdle that's in front of me. I, want, I wasn't fearful and death or being incapacitated wasn't really a concern, but it was more, I want to get this over and get done and move on. So at, 50, at 57, that's exactly what I did. And procedure went well. I was in the hospital for three or four days and then discharged uh, by that following Saturday to, to go home. And it was really interesting because fortunately I was in good physical condition and the nurses were telling me, you need to work around, work, walk around the house, get exercise, don't get uh, sedentary. And so I was walking like a mile to two miles a week to 10 days post-op, which I really shouldn't have been doing, but I felt good and, and felt like doing that. Yeah. A little bit of depression started to set in a few days later. I'm bored, I'm staying at home, this is not where I wanna be. But I kind of resolved in my mind, okay, what are you gonna do now to become better than you were before and define what better is? Maybe drop a little bit of weight, certainly eat uh, more healthily, not that I was eating poorly at the time, but like many of us, I could do better. And the goal was, I wanna get back to the gym, and I want to be back working out again and leading spin classes. So I set an ambitious goal on that. Bottom line, I was back in the gym less than five weeks post-op and was back leading spinning classes again seven weeks after that and actually feeling better than I did before. The fortunate thing for me is that my heart was healthy. I have coronary artery disease. And that's hereditary. I have my parents to thank for that. So I'll be taking medicine the rest of my life to keep my arteries open and trying to eat well and to continue to exercise. So my stamina has improved post-op. Uh, as far as cycling is concerned, I've done 20 century rides. I've ridden across Iowa 10 times, ridden across Georgia three times and my stamina as far as the ride is better than it was prior to 2014. So I'm more efficient as far as my blood and oxygen level and flows are now as compared to where they were before. And this, this was uh, eight years ago? This was seven years ago seven. this October, 2014. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's the crazy thing is, you know, it, stats don't lie. I mean, 80% of, you know, heart disease and that kind of stuff can be reversible and all that, but there is that 20% or maybe even less of just genetics. There's nothing you can do. Um, we had a, a famous surfer in Orange County 
that hadn't even got to 50, I think he was 46 and just had like a massive heart attack and nothing. And he had literally had his, uh, his doctor visit with his yearly physical blood report, like less than seven days prior to that. And it was, they couldn't even believe it. So, I mean, there, there are those things that can happen. And I've even had a client, um, just super healthy, uh, 75 years old and does very well in the gym, just immaculate diet. And uh, did, did a, what is it, EKG or I don't even know what the tests they do, just on a random physical and they saw something, you know, then they did a scan and saw that all her arteries were placked up and blocked out of nowhere. And she had literally had this done like five years prior and it was clean as a whistle. So it's like, sometimes there's nothing you can do, but it doesn't mean you got to stop trying and keep preventively, you know, because it does help. And so that's, that's crazy that that's kind of a similar story to what, what you just went through. Yeah. Life has risk to it and it does at any age. There are car accidents. Uh, I take a risk every time I go out and ride a bike. I try to do it on roads that aren't heavily traveled, but sometimes you, you, you do encounter vehicles when you're out riding. Uh, I like in life sometimes, and I don't mean to put it in harsh terms, but it's almost like the game of musical chairs and you want to do the best you can to assure that when the music stops there's a chair that's sitting there waiting for you <laughs> so you uh, try to increase your batting average that there is going to be that but the batting average just naturally goes down the older we get and just the live forever that, you don't and sadly to say uh, I've lost some 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 high school classmates this past year at 64 and people who are in good condition and you get a cancer or you get some health condition such as that that sneaks up on you and uh, it, it's tough. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about in later episodes just on your life coaching uh, portion just motivation to like overcome going through that and getting motivated to even what's the point anymore, you know, and, and also like how depression plays into that. Cause I mean, the faster you get out of that funk and go like you did right back in, that's insane. You know, that many weeks later, you're back to sp spin instructing. Uh, it alarmed the uh, management at the gym and kind of met with, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here, but <laughs> a neat story with that at the gym, uh, Scott and, uh, uh, Emily or Erin was her name, were there as uh, personal trainers that came to my aid immediately. And the American Heart Association honored them. And as fitness instructors and group exercise leaders, we're all required to be CPR and AED, AED trained. So I'm ready to, uh, to, to, to pay it forward. Uh, and I hope I never have to, but uh, I'm prepared if needed. A very uh, cool and you know elaborate story, and like to pick your brain some more, and we'll save that for other episodes. And uh, I thank you, Kurt, for for being on our show once again. And um, we'll we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having me, Brad. Absolutely. How how can people get get a hold of you? Do you have a website, a social media? T t tell them what you're kind of looking for. I, I do. I am the seed sower coach and in a further episode, hopefully I have the opportunity to divulge a little bit about the development of that. 
as a, a label, but seedsowercoach.com is my website. Uh, email address is Kirk, K-I-R-K, at theseedsowercoach.com. And phone number with the St. Louis area code 314-677-8779. I'm active on Facebook under the Seed Sower Coach, as well as I have a LinkedIn site. Exactly. And that's, I've found you on LinkedIn as well. And uh, I'll put everything in the episode details um, so the audience can just go to the details and click the links and find you. So awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Kirk, for uh, jumping on with me. And we'll, we'll do uh, many more together and, and uh, hope everyone enjoyed listening. But thanks for uh, doing this with me. I'll see you in the next act. All right.